Welcome back to the Footy Fix podcast. Today's episode is the second episode in the 10-part series of the top 10 teams of the decade. So without further ado, let's get it going. Cue it up. Coming in at number nine, Manchester City 2017-2018. Starting lineup from front to back, Ederson between the posts, Otamendi and company as the center backs with Danilo and Kyle Walker as the fullbacks, Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva and Fernandinho in the midfield and a front three of Bernardo Silva, Sergio Aguero and Raheem Sterling. I know exactly what you're thinking here. What a team and the best part is this squad had so much depth so many good players all over both on the pitch and on the bench guys like Leroy Sané, Gundogan and Gabriel Jesus were also frequently included in the starting 11. This team won the EFL Cup and they won the EPL by 19 points and broke numerous records along the way. These records most points 100, most away points 50, most points ahead of second place, 19, most away wins, 16, most wins, 32, most goals, 106, best goal difference, plus 79, most consecutive victories, 18, most consecutive away victories, 11, and they equaled the record for earliest Premier League title win with five games to spare. That is nine records, guys. Nine records. I mean, where do I even begin with this team? My goodness. So let's focus on their Premier League performance first. They ended the season with a record of 32-4-2. They had six players with over 10 goals in all competitions. These players include Leroy Sané, Gabriel Jesus, David Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, with Sterling and Aguero leading the pack with 20 and 23 goals, respectively. Unbelievable. On top of that, they had five players with over 10 assists, who included four of the players I previously mentioned, plus Bernardo Silva. Kevin De Bruyne and Leroy Sané led the pack in this department with 21 and 19 assists, respectively. You guys probably guessed it, and judging by the stats, we can come to the conclusion that this team was an offensive firepower. N not, not firepower, superpower, I I'm willing to say. Apart from their 4-3 loss against Liverpool and their 3-2 loss to Man U, they were literally unstoppable in the EPL. Nobody was getting in their way, and they were not just winning games. They were steamrolling teams. I'm talking 4, 5, 6, nothing at some points, even 5-1. This team was actually virtually unstoppable, I should say. I mean, you think about it. Whoever was in the squad that day as the opponent, you knew you were losing, and it didn't matter who it was. No Fernandinho, Gunduan in. No David Silva, in goes Bernardo. No Bernardo, in goes Sané. Oh wait, Aguero's out? I guess we're going to start Gabriel Jesus. I mean, how can you stop this? Injury doesn't affect them. Bad form doesn't really affect them because they have six options for every single player on the pitch. If they fielded two teams, like Mourinho said earlier a couple years ago, the, both those teams would come one and two in the Prem. There's no catching them. The last few years, Man City has been known for this exact depth and quality that I'm talking about. And with Pep Guardiola at the helm, this team was just amazing. I mean, it's almost a dream team in a way. Pep implemented a new style of play that was kind of similar to his tactics at Barca. But believe it or not, it was actually more offensive. And considering the weapons they have, I'm willing to say that from an offensive standpoint, this team could have been better than Barca. And that's a... 
that's a bold statement to say because Barcelona, when he was coaching, had guys like Eto and Messi, of course, and Iniesta and David Villa and Pedro. But the likes of Man City this year, they had some crazy, crazy good weapons, crazy skill, crazy talent, pace, goal-scoring ability, finishing, unbelievable, unbelievable. On the defensive side of things, here's a stat that'll blow your mind because it completely shocked me. This team only allowed 27 goals against, and Ederson notched 16 clean sheets. With a team this stacked, this good, one could really assume that they would win it all. But unfortunately, the beautiful game works in mysterious ways. Their Champions League campaign was a complete failure, and it has been such for the for actually his four-year tenure here at Pep Guardiola I'm, I'm talking about. These things started off rather smoothly in the group stage as they went 5-1, uh, and one, only losing to Shakhtar in a really tight game, 2-1. to one. Then they went on and faced Basel in the round of 16 where they won 5-2 to two on aggregate. But unfortunately, they were literally asleep at the wheel in the first leg against Liverpool in the quarterfinals and lost 3-0 at Anfield. And then in a more tightly contested affair, they lost 2-1 to one at home. But the aggregate score was just not really good at all. 5-1 to one loss to Liverpool overall. Like I said before, throughout Guardiola's four-year tenure at City, he's never managed to go farther than a quarterfinals in the UCL. I mean, you, you look at his success domestically, you look at his success in the Premier League, and you actually look at the teams, the teams that he's had, and although the core has remained the same for the most part, every single team has had depth, quality, skill, all the pieces of a championship roster, and they do get it done domestically in the Premier League, but as soon as they step into the European competition, I don't know what happens. I, 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 I'm, I don't know. I don't get it. And this team was built to win. And it was actually built to blow out teams. And their squad had so much quality. It's, it's almost dynasty worthy in a way. But unfortunately, things really never went their way. I mean, even going back to their most recent loss in the UCL against Lyon, they're almost too good to a point where they just beat themselves where they're just too good and they and guys like Sterling miss wide open centers and Kevin De Bruyne sometimes goes missing in matches and he becomes invisible you know and and to think about how this team hasn't even gotten to a final yet and we were saying the same things about PSG last year because PSG and Man City are built in a very similar style offensively overloaded with a good keeper but not the greatest defense in Europe and PSG was Round of 16, round of 16 quarters, round of 16, never kind of breaking that. And then finally last year, they won in the dream run to the final but lost. So maybe, just maybe, this year could be City's year to make a point in the Champions League. And honestly, I'm hoping for it because if any team deserves to have a UCL right now, it's got to be City. And by deserves, I mean it should be because the, 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 the skill of this team, the depth of this team is just unbelievable. And you got to think about Pep too. He has been back to a final in a long time, even with Bayern, he hasn't been there. It's been a minute since 2011. It's been nine years. So hopefully Pep and hopefully City will play a little better this year. But all in all, and failures in Europe aside, this team really did have it all. An elite manager in Pep Guardiola, a fantastic team, a solid defense, an overpowering midfield with Kevin De Bruyne. Let's talk about that midfield. That midfield, on any given day, Let's just assume it is the starting lineup that I posted on the Instagram, and it's Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, and Fernandinho. You have every single piece of the puzzle there. 
a transcendent talent in Kevin De Bruyne, a guy who is actually right now and has been for the last few years the best midfielder in the world, creates chances, has vision like no other, unparalleled passing skills, un like very, very good shooting. He can shoot from long distance. He can finish any sort of thing. You go to David, David Silva, guys won a Euro, guys won a World Cup. He's a maestro. He just came a little bit after that Xavi and Iniesta generation to a point where, you know, I kind of agree with the coach there. You, you can't really start David Silva over Xavi and Iniesta, but you, could, you can though because he's that good. And he's learned under these guys and he's that maestro. He's been at City for a long time, his whole career practically. And he is that classic Spanish attacking midfielder, smooth, small, quick passes, tiki-taka. Again, vision like Kevin De Bruyne where it's at a point where it's unparalleled. He can just pick up passes at the back of his pocket like they're nothing. Then you got Fernandinho, who in my opinion is one of the most underrated midfielders of the past five years. This guy was the Casemiro before Casemiro. He was the guy who was the shutdown defensive midfielder. You got through him? No, you didn't. You didn't get through him. You thought you did, and then he runs back 10 yards to take the ball off you. He's physical. He's skilled. He's fast. He really has it all. And then you go to that attack. And where do I even begin with this attack? I don't even know where. Sergio Aguero led it. But how many other elite options this year did they have? How many other ones? We're talking Leroy Sané, Bernardo Silva, Gabriel Jesus, Raheem Sterling. Five players to put in a three-man attack. And honestly, it's just, again, you're picking out of a hat. Who wants to start today? Because I know whoever I'm going to start in the starting 11, who I'm going to pick to be in that starting squad, is going to show up and put up the stats and help us win and help us blow out the other team, let alone win. So in a, a fantastic attack from them, and like I said before, they were really stacked all over the pitch. I mean, Danilo at this time is maybe their own, only weak point you could think about, but at the same time, he that was one of his better years, and he did come from Madrid, did get a little bit of experience there, except you know, on one side you have Carvajal, the other side you have Marcelo, so you're not really getting a lot of game time, but the experience is important. Kyle Walker really, really improved throughout the last two years. And he was good in that 2017-2018 year. Then, of course, you got the legend himself, Vincent Company, and more of a physical guy in Otamendi, a big brute of a guy who, who will literally take people out, doesn't really care. But, I mean, this team really had it all. And it's really unfortunate that they didn't really make make you know the run they were supposed to in the Champions League and didn't really go the lengths that they were meant to and this team is due for a final let alone a Champions League trophy but we'll see in the coming years I mean they have the budget they have the quality they have the depth and of course they have the manager Manchester City coming in at number nine come back tomorrow for number eight thank you for listening make sure to subscribe and I'll see you tomorrow